Welcome to The Cindy Rushton Show. Encouraging, empowering, and equipping as you step into your calling and life purpose. Here is your hostess, Cindy Rushton. Welcome to our new show. I'm so excited that you're here. And I just want to shout out to each of you about how excited I am that I get to do this thing with you. Thank you. Have I told you lately how much you mean? It means so much that you guys are a part of my show and that you are coming back week after week, show after show. And so I just want to shout out to you this week and say thank you. Thank you so, 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 so much. I'm so happy you're here. Well, Okay, you guys, I'm about to jump out of my skin. Today, we are going to get into some nuts and bolts of equipping you for your calling. And the way we're going to do that, we're going to be looking at websites today. Before I dig in, I do want to personally invite you to connect with me and my community. Yes, because what we're going to be doing this month, some of this will be here in the podcast because I do like for our podcast to address all of the different things that I believe are a part of business and ministry life and that are part of us stepping into our calling. So, of course, we have many shows that are encouragement, many that are here to empower you, many that are here to give you support. But I also don't want to ever leave without also having practical teaching, things that you can apply in your business or your ministry so that you can take all of your next steps, okay? Speaking of take your next steps, many of you who have been listening to our podcast, you've heard me talk about a theme that the Lord has given me for ministry and business this year, and it's prep for your next step. That is not just for our challenge that we had in January, which, by the way, if you missed it, you don't want to miss it. Go to my website, Grab Jumpstart 2021 Prep for Your Next Step because there is so much in that series. And it is a series that you can challenge yourself for 31 days and you can really take a lot of great action. And in fact, when you grab it, you also can get personal coaching. Yes, an hour of personal coaching or you can top it up and get five hours. Um, Incredible, incredible deal on those things. But that's not what we're here for today. No, we are here today to actually take a step. This is one of the sections that was in our Jumpstart 2021. Many of those who were a part of our Jumpstart 2021 voiced their need to work on their website. And I said, okay, I'm hearing so many of you ask for that, that that is going to be our entire focus for the month of March. And so that brings me to the show today. What I want to do today is I want for us to do a website checkup. Yeah. I believe that there are times where we need to pull aside and we really need to take a look at our websites and check them to see, hey, is this thing communicating who I am, what I'm here for? What does it feel like when someone comes to the page? How can it better represent my heart, my vision? How can it better represent what we're here for and and why that is so important to us? So for the moment, grab yourself a cup of tea, sit down, open up your website, and let's just do a checkup. One of the most important tools that you put into action for your business or ministry is your website. Yeah, it represents you. It is that salesperson going out into the world and reaching people and bringing them back. Well, that's if it is optimized properly. Or it is literally that very first face that people can get of who you are, your business, your ministry, what you're there to do for them. And literally within seconds, they decide if they trust you, if you solve the need that they have, and if they want to do business with you. These are just within seconds. They size you up. And this is within just seconds of coming to your website. So when we look at your website, There are some things that I really do believe we need to look at and make sure that it's representing us well. And that is whether you're planning your very first website 
or you're joining me so you can get some fresh new ideas for your website that's existing. You know, one of the things that I hear a lot from my clients is, whoa, whoa, don't look at my website. I'm kind of embarrassed. I know I need to get around to working on it. And I'm, I haven't had time or I've been busy in the middle of a project. When I get this project done, I'll take a look at it. And you know what? It's one of those things that just doesn't happen for many of my clients unless we take a moment to really dig in and really look at the website. And I promise you, this is you can do just a few little things, and I believe it's going to make a big, big difference on your website. So don't feel like, hey, I'm going to take you away from a big project and mess up the flow that you have there. No, that's not what this is about. Today, this episode is so that we can just do a very quick checkup so that we can do a revamp. Of course, we're going to be working on different things this month, so don't feel like you have to do it all in a day. You've got a whole community here of people that are going to come alongside of you and help you this month, okay? So, first thing first, let me ask you, is your website up and going? If not, First of all, I want for you to know that this is going to be something that we walk through this month together. You don't have all this on you. Just go ahead and just take notes right now. You don't have to take one step by yourself. We are going to. I'm going to come alongside of you and help you each step of the way. If you want to grab your name, you want to, you want to sign up for someone to do hosting for you. I highly suggest the company that I use. It is Mom Webs. And here's why. I've done business with them so many years. And I, whenever I have had large events, like having a million and a half individual IPs hitting my website in one week, they handled that load. When I have had um, things I've wanted to grow into, like having my podcast, having video, having different um, options for memberships and things, Every single thing I've wanted to grow into, they've been able to help me with it. You can go to MomWebs and get started for with their mini plan for like five bucks a month, having your website hosting. And I'd recommend using them. You know, you can go in when you're setting everything up. You can buy your domain there and have your hosting and everything right there with them. And so you know that it's safe with a company that you can trust. And I know you can trust them because I trust them. So um, if you're wanting to do that, and again, if you want to wait until we actually do this as a group, please feel free to. But I, I don't want for someone to go and buy their domain name somewhere else and then find that they are, they are limited in doing some of the things that we're going to do this month. And so if you are like dying to get that name, that domain name so that no one else grabs it, go ahead, sign up with MomWebs. Buy your domain through them. Then you'll be ready. You can even do your hosting with them and you'll be ready to take all the steps that we do in the future. Okay. Now, say you already have a home on the web, and maybe it's needing a refresh and because you are limited, or maybe you're frustrated with how things are looking. If I don't know if you're using MomWebs, if you're using WordPress, but I highly recommend looking at them. There are a couple of reasons. Again, the trustworthiness with MomWebs, but then I love WordPress because there are truly no lids and no limits for your business for your ministry whenever you use them. I have used WordPress since, man, it first came out. And I use, I recommend it because with the simple click of a button, you can change your themes. You can add plugins that help you to be able to bring certain things into your website. Like say, for example, just this past week, I wanted some scrolling letters. And all I had to do was go and grab a plugin the plugin was free and it made my website do what I wanted it to do. When I was ready to have a membership and even a shopping cart and even my podcast and shall I go on? All of those things are all plugins that I use right there on my website. And with WordPress, the big perk is that with so with WordPress being so common, many developers are developing plugins that can be used with WordPress. So 
this may mean nothing to you right now, and it's totally okay if it doesn't, but WordPress gives you the room to grow. It gives you the room to expand. I, I have had a theme for many years, no lids, no limits. And so anything I do, I want to make sure that whenever I do it, I have opportunities and I have abilities to be able to do all the things I want to do. And I can tell you as a coach, I've worked with companies that are just getting out. I've worked with companies that have a lot of bells and whistles on their website. And can I tell you today that one thing that I've firmly believe WordPress is really the best content management system for someone who is not necessarily wanting to make web design their life. However, if you end up wanting to have someone hired in as part of your staff, or you decide you want to have a web design company take over your website and the design and the SEO or whatever else that you would like for them to do, you can. You have that freedom. So, Without any further ado, I want to ask you, is your website up and going? If not, you may want to consider Mom Webs. Again, That's um, you can find their link in the show notes, or you can go to cindyrushton.com forward slash momwebs, and it'll take you directly to their website. They host for a crazy low price. Even if you already have a host, you may want to look at transferring to them because their prices are literally they are be the best of the best, and you have so many options you can have by using them. Uh, again, that's cindyrushton.com forward slash momwebs. I think that they are a nice option. I have used them for over 20 years myself. I love working with them. They're awesome. So, is your website up and going? Let's go back there, and let's check up. Let's do a checkup. Do you have a home on the web? Do you need help setting up your own website? I do want to note that I am available for VIP implementation. If you need a coach or even some light web design, just message me and we can look at what your needs are and we can figure out what would be your best options. And so um, you can message me at cindyrushton at gmail.com. And of course, let me, let me mention again, we're going to be focusing on this this month, and I want for you to feel free to join us for all the different things that we do. I think you're going to find that it's a lot of help for you, especially if you need to do it yourself. You're going to find that you can. It's really easy peasy. Okay, so um, do you have a website? Also, is your website your first spot on the web? Your home on the web? Let me explain what I'm talking about here. Years ago, I remember hearing that one of the things that the founders of Starbucks decided whenever they decided to do their coffee company, they decided to build their business on desiring to be a third place for people. Okay, they knew that people had their own home, and they knew that many people had their, work, their place of work, and that those were their two primary places that much of their lives were lived. But what they endeavored to do is to become the third place where people go. Where they went for breakfast, where they went to meet a friend, where they went to study, maybe where they would go to work on business. I can tell you I've done that many times myself. In fact, I've thought about that this afternoon. Maybe they went to go on a date, maybe to have a business or a ministry meeting or on and on and on and on. Their success as a company is partly because they offer that third place that people can count on. Well, today, many people in business and ministry, I believe, are putting all their eggs out there in the social media basket. And I may offend some of you if you are really big into social media, but can I just ask you about conversions for your business? Is it converting for you? Are you going to put all your eggs out there in the, in the basket of someone who may or may not agree with your beliefs and could actually censor you or even ban you at the click of a button? Because the reality is I love social media and I, I want for you to, guys to know I am not ditzing and saying get off social media. But what I'm saying is do you go and do you move your couch and your bed and your clothes in at the local Starbucks? No, it is your third place. They know you have a home. They know you have work, but they want to be the third place. And likewise, social media should be your 
third place. I believe that many people are putting their all their eggs in the social media basket and they're not building their own home on the web. They're not setting up and building a client list for marketing. And of course, we're going to talk about that next month for email marketing. And I'm really excited about digging into that as well. But I'm talking about client lists should never be at the mercy of social media. That's, I mean, yes, we can build our social media. However, we should not be at the mercy of social media to stay in touch with people that we want to do business with or that we want to minister to. That is putting so much in their hands. And that's why a lot of businesses have struggled this past year is because a lot of their efforts have gone into those places instead of their own place. So in other words, they're building their third place at high risk. Now, Please understand what I'm saying. I, again, believe social media is great, but it should be viewed as Starbucks, as a third place where we go to socialize, where we may meet a friend to chat, where we may go to study, where we may work on business, where we may read the newspaper slash watch the news, where we may share our brand, where we could host some of our business or ministry meetings, but... My friend, it cannot be your first place, your home. It can't be where you put your very best out there. It really can't even be your second place where you do your work or your ministry. It needs to get into proper alignment. Just just ask the person who was blocked from Facebook or from Twitter or had their content removed from YouTube or has been lost in the Twitter feed or Instagram or Pinterest, I'm telling you, it is so likely, and I'm not ditzing on any of these services. However, your very best should be invested in your home, and that is your website. That is your website, your own website. So, check up. What is your first? Is it your website? How will you pour your very best into your website? What would that look like for you to for you to pour your very best into your website? Can I just tell you, I'm going to stop, pause right there and tell you that for me, what that has meant has meant that I am blogging on my site. I am building my podcast. I may go and I may do interviews, but I'm inviting people to come back to my home on the web. I may host a room in Clubhouse, but I am inviting people to connect with me through not just the social media like Instagram, but I'm also inviting them to connect with me in my podcast and connect with me on my website. All of that comes back to building my home on the web. Where can you invest in your business or ministry that is owned by you and controlled by you and really not subject to other people. That's what I want to challenge you to do this this month. What would it look like to make your social media your third place this year? Would there be shifts? Would there be changes? What would that look like? You know, I want to challenge you to do that. I want to challenge you to really build your home on the web. And then I believe you're going to see some shifts in your business and ministry as well. Okay, we'll talk more about that throughout the month. But, okay, next thing. Is your home on the web central to everything you're doing? Yeah. You know, similar to the last point, but I I just want to go a little deeper here. Are you building your home on the web or are you building just another ministry, another business, another site? You know, because let me just say this, when we are, I'm I'm not in objection to going out and being on social media, but the reality is if I'm never bringing people back to my home on the web, then I am building Mark Zuckerberg's bank account and I am building Twitter. I am building Clubhouse. I am building LinkedIn. I am building 
all these other places. Now, you may have met me on some of these different places. I'm not an objection to that. I've met a lot of really good friends going to the local coffee shop. However, they surely know that there's more to Cindy. And they don't really, they won't really get to know me, but just that little snippet here and there when we run into each other. If I don't bring them to my home, if I don't connect, if they don't know how to stay in touch with me, if they don't, ha if I don't have a way to talk to them once I leave. I've even thought about that even at my church. Yeah, I believe in church, but you know what? I found such a blessing at actually getting phone numbers of people that I meet at church and uh, and making time for us to go to lunch, making time for us to have conversation, maybe texting and connecting in many other ways. And that's what I'm talking about here. Are you building your home on the web? Are you building somebody else's business, somebody else's ministry, somebody else's place? You know, again, while I work with other ministries and businesses regularly, I do that as a promotion, not as my priority. My priority, my first things are going first into my home on the web. Does that make sense? So that means that my first things are going into my podcast. My first things are going into my email list. My first things are going into my blog or my articles that I post on my site. My best things are going into new opt-in gifts that I'm creating as they express things that they're struggling with. That as I'm helping answer their questions, I can develop things that help them to stay connected with me. It can help them, but then it also helps them to stay in touch, not just for that moment that they're learning that one thing, but for the long haul. So I'm developing opt-ins. I'm developing products that are right there offered through my website that are addressing things that people need help with. So my number one priority and best use of my energy is when I first pour into building up my name, my message, my sphere of influence. In other words, my website. Now don't mistake this as being selfish or narcissistic or worldly. Think about what the Bible says over and over and over again. Remember when David wanted to build the temple? What did God tell him to do first? He said for David to build his home, to build a home. And I know that stretched David. It's kind of like, I think a few weeks back, I shared about Eat Your Own Cookies. Remember that podcast? If you missed it, definitely go back and grab it. But it's kind of like, the same thing is I dealt with, with learning to eat my own cookies, learning how to take care of my home first. Because if we are always going out and about, I mean, I'm going to tell you the number of times I have been on social media, lost myself, and found that I didn't get things accomplished that day. Our number one priority and the very best use of our energy is when we pour into building up our name, our message, our sphere of influence. No, this is not selfish. No, this is not narcissistic. No, this is not worldly. This is biblical. I think of Isaiah 54 where it says to enlarge the place of what? Your tent. Your tent. Yeah. It even says to stretch out, yeah, stretch out the foundations, build bigger foundation. But what is it for? It's for people to come to you. That passage is seriously one of my favorites. Because I've seen through the years that when I pour into my home, whether it's my family or whether it's my own home business, that's where I get the greatest return. I, I noticed another, I'm going to give you one more biblical example. It's with Moses. Remember when the they were given manna? Do you remember the rules for manna? The rules for manna were, first of all, for you to gather enough manna so that you could eat personally. And then, after you had eaten personally, you could give to those who were inside your tent. And then, 
Once that was taken care of, and you made sure that you and those within your tent were full, then you would have enough on overflow. You could gather enough on overflow to bring others inside your tent. You know, this is what I'm talking about. When we are first taking care of self, our stuff, that is biblical. That is biblical. And when we are pouring into those that are our loved ones that we're entrusted to, our family, those friends that are just like family, then we can also pour into the rest of the world. And I love that our websites can do all of that. When you are building up your name, your topic, your message, then here's what happens. I believe that that's where God can bring people from all around the world to be able to find the answers to the very questions that he's given you the answers to. So this is very biblical. This is not selfish. This is not worldly. This is not narcissistic. No, this is biblical. This is how God chose to do it. He always chooses. If you will look back in scripture, he always chooses a person. And through that person, he would do mighty exploits through them and their lives. And my sweet friend, he's chosen you as well. Yes, he has given you a message. A message that no one else has your message. And he's given you giftings, talents, skills, and even a territory. You have influence in your sphere. And I just really want to challenge you to bring it all home. Focus on building your home on the web. Building your sphere of influence. By the way, when I say build your name, I cannot tell you how important it is when you're choosing your domain name, I want to challenge you to buy your name. Your name. One of the things i found is that my name, it goes through the seasons. I bought my domain name in my late 20s. And it has gone through when I was a young mommy. It has gone through the years when my kids were beginning to grow up, when my kids were homeschooled. It's gone through marriage. It's gone through mothering. It's gone through home business. And it's shifted right on into the empty nest years with me so that it is continuing to go through all the seasons of my life. And as as I minister, it can minister right alongside of me. I don't have to go and rebrand. I, I can just continue with the overall vision, the overall calling that God has given me. And, it, and my website can shift and change right there along with me. You talk about power. That's powerful. So, can I ask you today, are you focusing on your home on the web? Is it your home on the web central to everything you're doing? Is it time to move your content into your own site, not another blogging site? Is it time for you to give your very best to your website, not to another community or another site? Again, I'm not saying not to go visit those things, those not to go visit, not to go share, not to take valuable content there. What I'm asking you is if you are bringing your very best to the table at your space, in your spot. Is your website your hub for everything you do? Is your website your spot where people can access everything you do from that one place? Do they know it? Again, going back to naming it your name, your your domain, like mine is cindyrushton.com. About that, let me just mention this. People will not remember your nifty little business name. It's going to be hard to do that. But people, when they get to know you, they're going to remember you. And it's going to be much easier for them to come back and find you if your website is the spot where they know that they can find you, where they know they can access you. Do you need to bring everything home to your home on the web? Is your home central? Okay, let's move to the next thing. Does it communicate who you are? Okay, now this is going to get down to the nitty gritty. Yes, and in our course that I'm offering throughout the month of March through our community, 
we are going to talk about things like our about page and our blogs and, and our contact page and, and our home page and all of what these things need to consist of. Yes, we're going to talk about that. However, this is more than just the pages in your site. I'm talking about when someone comes to your website, does it communicate you? Okay, so right now, let's just take a moment for us to visit our websites. Take a look at your website, and I want you to sit and look at it. When you first get there, take a look at it from the perspective of a first-time visitor. If this is hard, maybe have a friend beside you. Maybe even before they go to your website, ask them, you know, what would you expect to see when you get to my website? Ask them to go to the site and ask them to share. And you really listen, make notes of what they're seeing. What are they, what are they thinking? But listen, and I want you to go through and I want for you to evaluate everything. Like, for example, here's a checkup. When you arrive at your website, what do you see when you first get there before you even scroll down? If a person stopped there, what would be their experience? Yeah. Because can I tell you, most people, that will be their only experience of you. It's that experience at that moment that's going to determine if they scroll down that page. Yes. So if a person comes to your website and that first second makes the decision of whether they're going to scroll down or not, does, does your website make you want to scroll down or does it make you want to click off and go away? I'm just being real here. There, listen, if it's not what you want it to be today, I want for you to write down what you would like for it to be today. Because this is that month, this is your next step, that you can make it what you want for it to be. Okay? Stick with me. I know it can be painful. There, there are times, I'm telling you, that I've gone to my website and I've gone, oh man, I need to change so many things. Make a list. Come on. Guess what? Next month, this time, if I were to do the same broadcast, you were to listen to this again, you'd go, hmm, I took care of that. Yeah, because that's what we're doing this month. But, okay, so does it make you want to scroll down? Does it make you want to click off? Can you find things easy? Like, say, for example, someone's wanting to find your e-store. Can they find it easy? Or do they have to hunt around? If they want to read something that can inspire them, how will they find it? If they've got a struggle that they're going through, will they be able to find answers to that? I'm just asking you these questions so that you can be aware we can come back and we can solve these problems very easy. I promise we will. I promise. But can you find things easily? Are you communicating who you are, what you're about, what you have to offer? Is it, is it communicated? Like, did they get that on that front page? Or do they have to click to your about page to understand things? This is, these are just some questions. Check up. Okay, let me ask you some more things. We're gonna again. We're gonna come back and we're gonna deal with this this month. That's I. I want to see you very proud of your website, and I want to see your website being the hub of everything you do. And I want it to be prepared so you can do all the amazing things you're gonna do this year, because I believe this is gonna be the year that you do your greatest work. You, this is gonna be the year that you make your greatest products. This is gonna be the year where you step into your biggest stages. This is going to be that year. I want you to know that. Not just think I'm just saying it. I'm believing it. I see a vision for this for so many in our community. And this is the next step. So does it communicate who you are? Okay, next question is similar, but it's does it communicate what you're all about? Again, uh, is your website your hub for everything that you're doing on the internet? Think about your website as a hostess, that when someone comes onto your website, they're welcoming everyone to your home, and they're like, or they're like a salesperson that introduces who you are and what you're all about. Now, I'm not saying 
Salesperson equals slimy. I have been a salesperson and I'm comfortable with that. I see sales as offering people the help they need. So that's where my mindset comes from the beginning. So I just want you to know that, that I feel just as sweet, just as nice, just as kind opening the front door of my home as I do building a sales page. I want for you to know that that's what I want for you to get to that place. Not because you're going to compromise. Instead, you're going to actually see the value of the messages that God has for you. So again, when I say, you know, that your website is that hostess or that salesperson, I see that as the same. Sweet you, the wonderful, kind, amazing you that really cares about the struggle that someone has out there. Is your website being that hostess for you? Is it introducing who you are and what you're all about? Is it showing your heart from the moment they click on? Can I tell you that often this is the very first face people are going to see is your website. It is the first introduction that they get to you to your culture, to your character, to your services. And, and by the way, I do want for you to know that they want to see you. They want a real you. Because people are, they, they, there are, there's so much content on the internet. People want to make sure they're getting a real person they can trust. Things have shifted away from this being just the business front and having to have this businessy image and this professional image. People want to know who they're doing business with, to know if they can trust that person. If that person's bringing them into a safe place, if that person's bringing them help, real help, if they're going to be that help coming into their life, Offering true assistance at their time of need. So, remember that when someone comes to your website, do you know that the average stay is about 15 seconds? Yeah. So, in those 15 seconds, they're going to size up everything. Like whether they can trust you. Whether you have what they're looking for. And I'm not talking about being so homey that... You're homely. No, 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 no. I'm talking about being friendly, being kind, loving, showing that you have deep, deep concern and care for them. People size that up in like 15 seconds. Yeah. And whether they sense that in those 15 seconds or not determines if they scroll down to, or they try to click to know more. Yeah. What they experience in those first few seconds is very, very, very important. Does your website engage your visitor? Does it create a desire to know more? Does it represent you well? Are you sharing everything that you're about right there on your website? Or is there something missing? It's okay if there is. Write it down. Can people find what you have easily so that whenever they come to your website, they can easily find what they're looking for. Do they have links to all you do? Are there, is there links to information you have to offer? Are there updates on what you have going on? Does your website communicate what you are all about? Next, is it building your name? Now, I said this, I, said, I talked about this bit earlier, but I just want to tap into this. This is a sticking point. This is often very uncomfortable for the business owner or the ministry leader. Unless you have been in business or ministry for a long time, this may be very uncomfortable for you. But can I tell you that even if you've been in business or ministry, you may still feel a bit resistant to building your name. But this is vital to your success. Building your name is not selfish, narcissistic, it's not vain, it's not egotistical. Rather, when you build your name, you give others an awareness of where they can go to get the help that you offer, that you alone offer. It is your, your unique selling point. It's you. It's you. It's what you offer. It's the story that you have lived. Man, you've paid a price 
to be who you are. And so today I ask you, can you think about the people that have impacted you? Can you think about when you have gone somewhere and you have looked for help? Did you look for a business name? How often? Okay, maybe there's some that you have looked for a business name. But how often? How how did you find the help that means the most to you right now? For me, I'm going to tell you, I don't have the energy or the brain. I was thinking about just the other day, I was trying to remember a friend's business. And I know we talked about her brand name. I could not remember it for the sake of me. Even though it was a need I had at that moment, I could not remember the business name. And it's cute. It's really, really cute. It should have got me. However, do you know what it takes for someone to build a brand name out of a business these days? And why? It's what we were talking about just a moment ago. It's because, you know, they're they're looking for a person that they can trust, a person that cares about them, a real live person. So they're going to remember you, your name, a long, long, long time, long before they're going to remember your cute business name. They're going to remember your name long before they're going to remember that product or that book title. I promise you. How do you look up the books you're going to buy? I look it up. Unless I have the exact title, I look it up by the author. Yeah. I don't think I do that just because I'm a writer. It's just like if I'm thinking about Joyce Meyer, I'm going to look for Joyce Meyer and then I'm going to look for the book I'm I'm talking about. I was thinking about um, a book that I was looking for with Brene Brown the other day. What did I do? I searched for Brene Brown and looked for the book I was looking for. Yeah. I was looking for a book by Andy Stanley the other day. What did I do? I looked for him. I didn't, I couldn't remember the name of the book. It was cute. It was a cute name. Don't get me wrong. But I couldn't remember anything but maybe the details like, Andy Stanley about vision. Then I found out that it was called visioneering. Well, that's kind of weird, isn't it? Who comes up with that? It was his name that he come up with. Great. But you know what? I did not find visioneering. That was not what I was looking for. Okay? So think about this. They're going to remember your name long before your cute business name or your cute title of your book or your title of your product. Think about it. When you let them get to know you, you let them into your life. You let them become an insider, a part of a community. You make your resources and your services available. And I'm telling you guys, this is not an option. It is essential that you build your name. So, can I ask you, are you building your name in everything you do? For those of you, one of the things you're going to see me say later when we're working on our websites, your site is not going to be set up with your login being admin. No, it's going to be your name. Mine is Cindy Rushton. I just set up a website for another writer. I use their name. And guess what? That's great for SEO, but it's also great for building relationship. So are you building your name in everything you do? Is your domain name your name? Are you using your name in all your social networks, in each of the posts that you're doing, in all the articles you're writing, in all of the audios you're you're recording? If you're starting a podcast, you know, there's a reason I named mine the Cindy Rushton Show. First of all, it gave me freedom. I don't have to rebrand Cindy Rushton Show ever, ever again. I can do exactly the same things I love talking about. I love talking about leadership. I love talking about how to do business and ministry life. I love living the life I live. I love talking about vision and and planning and goals and dreams and life purpose. Okay, do you see what I'm saying? It can go wherever with me. And likewise, I just want you to just start to think about how you're building your name. Next Is it up to date? Oh, now you're going, Cindy, you said we weren't going to have to do anything hard today. We weren't, we were just talking today. Yeah, but let me ask you, is 
updating, maintaining, building your website part of your weekly schedule? Because can I tell you, it needs to be. It needs to be. Yet I know how easy it is to neglect the little things on a website. Part of the reason I had the job that I had was because our company that I worked for last, they did web design and SEO. And part of the reason they had to do the web design the way that they did it, they did it with a membership month after month after month, was because things get outdated very quick. And that makes your website vulnerable. But we have to keep things updated. We're going to have a whole session where I'm going to show you how important this is and how easy it is, okay? It's easy, but it's about writing it into your schedule. But also, it's more than that. It's, it's The little things make a big, big difference. Having updated pictures, updated bios, updated contact information, having videos and audios and schedules that are all updated, having links that... Or you watch after and you make sure your links are updated. These are things that are easy to miss in the midst of finishing up projects and living out our daily schedules. And I'm going to tell you, I am the worst about it, but I have learned to be intentional about it. So how about you? How updated is your website? If, you're th if you just thought of some things that are not updated, make a list. We're going to do this together. You don't have to do this by yourself. We're going to have some work days where we're going to just work together. I love doing that. In fact, I work every quarter with my mastermind to have a back-end day where we are just looking at these things, making sure everything's up to date, that everything, the addresses are up to date, the li the links are all still working, the, the pictures that they're as updated as they need to be. Maybe some of them need to be refreshed for the new season, so on and so forth. But I'm talking about these are things that make a difference in the experience people have whenever they come to your website. And by the way, so I, I've been hearing from several in my community that they are wondering where the holes are at being able to build a profitable business, a prosperous business. These are some of the things that make a difference. So do you have your picture on your page to where people can know you? Is it an updated picture? Is it one from this season? Is your bio updated? Yeah, <laughs> you can even put your bio under your username in WordPress. And this is great because you can update it there and it appears on every single one of your posts. Easy peasy. But it's also easy to update. And so is it updated? Do you have audio and video on your website? Is it your audio? Is it your video on your website? Are they updated? Is your contact information up to date? Is it easy to access? Is your schedule up to date? Is it easily found? Is there anything that needs to be updated or is there anything that needs to even be eliminated? This is the perfect time for you to take some time just to do some quick updates on your website. Next, are you letting people into your life and your story? Uh-oh, now I've got personal, right? Yeah, because you know something? This is what people are looking for. I want to ask you, how real and transparent are you? I'm not talking about the typical and very annoying rants on social media that are typical in our day. I'm also not talking about living out a reality show on lifestyle on your website. Unless that's just what you do. Um, no. No, what I'm talking about is whether the real you is portrayed on your website. Does it feel like a real person that can be known? Or is there some bland information on the page? There's a big difference. There are many people out there with a passion for the same target audience. Often their ideas are very similar. But what will set you apart is you. They're looking for a person who is like them and has what they want. In other words, they're looking for you. They will not know that you are the one if you don't let them in. So let them in. We had a conversation about this just last night on Clubhouse. I think that this is one of the most terrifying steps 
for so many people because they're so afraid that people won't accept them, that people won't, that, that people will think they're sharing too much, that, that people may not be ready for what they're going to share. Can I ask you to just dare to let your website share who you are? For you to let them in to your story, why you do what you do. Because it's that same thing that has brought you to your tears and, and brought you to your knees before that has that I believe is going to help them to understand why you feel compelled to help them. That is powerful. Are you the brand for your website? Because you, you can go and make a list of values, but if that's not just who you are, then people won't really understand why they're going to do business with you versus someone else. For example, I was thinking about my interview with Tyler. We talked a lot about values, and you're going to get to hear that in a couple days. So make sure to make time to listen. But in that, he was talking about that, that one of his biggest mistakes was beginning business and not realizing how important values were to everything. They're, they're important to everything. Because the values, that's what people get when they do business with you. It shows. You can't go and speak them into existence. They just are. They are who you are. Like for me, you're going to find a nice person. You're going to find a friendly person. You're going to find, if you were in person, you find a huggy person. I'm that person. You're going to find a person that wants to teach and wants to share, who wants to come alongside of you. You're going to find that mommy figure, that mommy person. I've been like that since I was a kid. Come on that helper who wants to come alongside of you and who wants to make things easy for you. Can I ask you, are you the brand? What, what is your brand? Who are you? Is it consistent? Does your website share that brand and share it well? It's interesting that I would be talking about this today because yesterday and even this morning, I was in a challenge with my friend Tara Nelson. Now, if you've never met Tara, she's somebody each of you need to meet. I hope to have her very soon on the podcast because she's a powerhouse and she has got such, such good information. But you can go to her website and I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, I'll look it up and put it into the show notes. She has got a mini brand blueprint and a challenge that she's been doing this past week on Clubhouse. Now, by the time you hear this, it's probably going to be over. However, Tara still always has things going on on Clubhouse um, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. on each Tuesdays and Thursdays each Tuesday and Thursday, and then she has other things that come up here and there, and she's got amazing sets, she's got, I'm telling you, she's one of my favorite people, Tara Hay, <laughs> but anyway, I was in her challenge yesterday, and they took a look at my picture, my bio, and my Instagram to see how they were supporting my brand, I was really blessed that Lauren could look at my picture, my bio, and my, my Instagram, and she could tell the values that, seriously, I hold dear. That's what we're talking about, making sure that you know who you are, you know what your values are, you know where you're going, your vision for your, your ministry or your business, and that that is imparted through your website. That it imparts your culture, the atmosphere of your essence. That it shares your life, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yes. And that you're sharing what you know and what you love. That is what it's all about. If you're not there, then we seriously should do some coaching and make sure that you are stepping into your calling and your life purpose. That life that you are created to live. That life that you will truly love. So are you sharing that in your website? Does that does your website communicate it? Are you sharing your struggles of how and how God took you through that struggle? Those stories make a difference. They let people know, hey, she gets me. Are you sharing your story? Are you real and transparent and authentic? If not, what changes need to be made? So that you really will be. And then 
Let me ask you, are you sticking to your message? Yes. Now, just like I said that you should develop a website that has your name that is able to go with you through the seasons, that is able to communicate everything that you're about, I still believe that you have a message that God has given you that is completely yours. No one else's. I know that there are all sorts of theories and tips and strategies for building a great business or ministry, but I believe many people miss this. This is probably my unique selling point. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I know that this is so strategic for me. This is one of those things I just wish I had known at the beginning, but here's the funny part. I just did this from the beginning, if that makes sense. Yeah, because our message is our greatest, greatest tip. It's our greatest strategy. It is what sets us apart. If you think about it, it's the one thing that fires you up and inspires you. It's the one thing that you could talk for hours and you don't get tired. You don't get, you don't pour out so much and then feel so depleted. Now, I'm not saying you don't get tired in life, but what I'm talking about is this is that thing that you could talk about all day for free. I'm not saying you should. Nope. As a matter of fact, I don't think you should. <laughs> but it's that one thing you don't get tired of doing. Yeah, stick to your message. Does your website stick to your message? Does or has your website gotten off track? If it has, then it's time for us to do some pruning on the website. Yes. I'm not beating you up. I'm just saying it's easy. We can delete those pages. It's easy. We could change those to where they're, they're worded better. This is, just, this is part of why we're doing what we're doing this month. Because I believe that your website, for it, you to go to your next place... For you to be able to move forward, your website has got to be your space that sticks to your message and communicates that to the world so people will connect. So go through your website. Remove anything that doesn't stick to your message. But also make a point maybe this week to add five new things this week that support your message. Maybe it's a blog post. Maybe it's updating your About Me page. Maybe it's producing a new audio. Maybe it's producing a podcast. Maybe it's a new video. Make sure that your website gives the story behind your message. That it communicates your message clearly so people will know what you're here for, why you're doing what you do. Next, does it connect with your visitors? Oh, yeah. Can I just tell you something that is a personal pet peeve? And I'm not judging it. I hear it all the time. But here's the deal. Your website is not a business card. No. It is not a banner of what you do. It is not this beautiful trophy that you hold out to say, Oh, this is my pretty little website. No. It is your home again. I want for you to get that. It is your place of connection and relationship. It, it, your website should communicate your culture, your heartbeats, your heart. It is the place where people can come into your home for ministry, for renewal, for refreshing, for friendship. Can I ask you, is it representing you well? Is it connecting with those who come to your website? Do you know your visitor what are they like? What are they looking for? Is your website talking to them? Not talking about them. Not talking over them. Not talking down to them. But I'm talking about, is it communing with them? Are you developing a relationship with them? And then, of course, are you bringing them back to your site, to your website? You know what? Let me just say this. Your website is not a one and done. By that, I mean that your website should not be set up as a place where they come for a few minutes and then they don't have to come back. No, too many websites settle for this. Your website should have enough going on that it becomes a gathering spot in a place that they want to come regularly. Your job is to provide them with the content that brings them back again and again and again. Your job is to communicate that you're building your website every day and that there's always going to be more. 
The trick is that it has to be communicated in that first 15 to 30 seconds that they come there. They have to easily find it. But once they are there, it has to be growing. It can't be looking the same that it did five years ago. Okay? Ouch. It really can't even be the same as it looked six months ago. Is there anything going on at your website that they do not want to miss? If not, brainstorm what you can add to your website that can make your website your spot, the gathering spot for your target customer. What can you add? Can they listen to audios there? Can they discuss blog posts and articles? Is there a question of the week that they can dig into? Are there videos that can't be found anywhere else but there? Is there a forum? Could that be one of your options? What can you do to make your home on the web a gathering spot for your target customer? Okay, you guys, I know this gives you lots to think about, but I'm not done yet. This month, we are focusing on our websites. And so I want to invite you to my gathering spot on the web, which is cindyrushton.com. I want for you to connect. Guess what? When you purchase this week, Jumpstart 2021, you get the background that you're going to need for getting started for this year so that you are prepared to join us this month as we dig into websites. And by the way, I'm going to tell you something. This month, we are going to be having, again, podcasts here. We're going to be having videos inside of our community. We're going to be having posts on my website. You've got to be connected to get these things. But I promise you they're going to be worth your time investing in coming and joining me. I'm modeling to you what I believe we need to be doing with our websites. We need to be creating a place where people can come. You can come to my website and you can see the show notes to this show. Right there at cindyrushton.com, you can see at the top the Cindy Rushton Show. Or you can go to the cindyrushtonshow.com and you can look directly at the show notes so you don't forget to do that. But then right there on that page, you can look up and there it takes you back to my home on the web. And you can see all these other things that I have to offer. I have things myself like I have articles, I have my blog there, I have audios, I have my podcast, I have videos from interviews that I've done with other people, I have, um, and then I have products, I have challenges, coaching, all kinds of things that are there just to take care of you and to help you whenever you have needs for taking your next step in your calling and your life purpose. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to be that spot where you get encouragement, where you get ideas, where you get support. So I'm going to model that. And can I ask you, will you do that for your own website this week? Will you just step out there? Your homework is to just sit before that website. Don't be overwhelmed. But look at that website. Look at it from the perspective of the person that so needs your message. It's so important what we do and what we are doing here with this website. It is our next step. There are so many amazing things I believe you're going to do this year. But get that beautiful website ready. It's going to have to be ready to represent you well. And I'm so excited to be a part of your journey as you do that. Well, you guys, don't forget, connect with me. There's my website, cindyrushton.com, thecindyrushtonshow.com. Connect with me. Follow me at your places. And by the way, if you're on your app and that's how you, you've subscribed to my feed and you are finding me there, just look at the show. There's notes on every show. I've got the descriptions and it has links right there where you can come and join me. So say you're listening to me in your commute and you want to come back and listen, find the links that I'm talking about, it's right there. 
It's right there in the description. And so I just want to thank you for being a part of my show. And you guys, until the next one, which is only a couple days from now because I'm doing it a little weird this week. This month, I'm going to have a lot of extra broadcasts. I just want to tell you guys that because the broadcasts that I already had scheduled are so good. But I really think that this is the month where we need to prep for this next step. And that next step is making our websites awesome. Okay, you guys, I'll see you in the next episode. If you want some more of this, go back and binge listen to our other shows. I'm so thankful for this podcast, and I am so thankful you are a part of it too. Well, you guys have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye. And that's a wrap for the Cindy Rushton Show. We will be back next week for another awesome show. If you can't wait until then, Check out other great episodes and our show notes online at our website, cindyrushton.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our show at any of your favorite podcast services so you don't miss even one episode.